on you, the mom, and today I'm so excited to have with me a good friend of mine and a super active member of the Mommy Window community. She's someone who I've known for more than 10 years and she has transformed in many ways. She really takes a lot of passion in her interest. So if she has a certain interest, it becomes big in many ways. And she's such a sharer. So she sets up many communities without even knowing it. Actually, coming into this podcast recording, we didn't know what topic to talk about with her because there's just too many. We're just going to sit down with her and learn about her different interests. But of course, at the core of it all is her being a mom to three beautiful children. They are, I think, different stages of life, which suffice to say that she has a lot of wisdom in terms of being a mom and raising these amazing, talented children. Okay, so watch out for this episode and learn a lot from our guest today. Hello. Hello. <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. This is You the Mom Podcast, your go-to podcast on anything and everything mommy related. Brought to you by Mommy Mundo and Podcast Network Asia. Everybody, let's welcome Kay Cattrall to you, the mom. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Jen. We fake applause for Jen. Dapat ba Jenny's yung tawag? Janice. She knew me when I was still Janice. Now I'm Janice. <laughs> That's how long, way back, we know each other. Mm-hmm. Alexa was still small, no? And I was still growing up. Yes. Yes, correct. So, anyway, first tell us, for those who do not know her, yeah, tell us about your kids and also read a few trivia about yourself. Well, I was a young mom, so I had Kyla when I was really young. I won't give her age, <laughs> but she's a millennial again, and she's out of school now, and she's been working for quite some time. <laughs> and then I have Alexa, who's a sophomore, and then my youngest is Riley, he's 13. Yeah, I used to introduce myself when, you know, as a mom of all seasons. Because that was when I had a toddler and I had a grade school kid and I had one in college. Yeah, so maybe to make it a clearer picture for our listeners and viewers, the gap between each child is around how long? From, a, they'll guess it. Yeah, yeah. From, from five to Alexa, it was 10 years. Yeah. And then... Alexa to Riley, six years. Okay, that's cool. Alright, so I want to ask you about parenting. So basically, we know that the beliefs and practices of parenting change each generation. Besides, because we also grow as parents, as moms, it changes according to our personalities and our own self-growth. But also with the generations, like for example, when you had your first child, there was no much technology yet, even no social media. Mm-hmm. But with Riley, it's full like full on social media, digital is part of the world, right? So, in a nutshell, how, can you share with us how you transformed as a mom? Like, what are the changes that you observed when you were a parent to your eldest child and then Kyla and then down to Riley? When I had Kyla, I was really, really young. So, yeah. we grew up sort of like sisters. So, it was more of my parents' parenting. But she knew I was her. So, you know, I was just this cool mom. You know, we were yeah. doing mother-daughter, like, sisters. Yeah. So, I take her with me to 
school to college, you know, she'd sit in during the summer. And then I graduated from college. She actually graduated from Casa Kindergarten. Wow. So we took our graduation photos together. Wow. So that was that milestone. But, you know, I was technically just like, you know, a chill yeah. mom who didn't know anything about parenting. So most of my parenting know-how or whatever, I applied na lang to Alexa, yeah, who was my middle, middle child. And at first, I thought I was trying to pattern. I had no one to pattern it after my parents, diba? So yeah. I was thinking, oh, my firstborn turned out okay. okay um, so maybe I should just pattern it after my mom. So I thought, you know, it was appropriate that I be tiger mom. You know, I had this line. I'd always tell my kids, you know, I'm not raising you guys to be mediocre. Oh, wow. <laughs> I like pressure on them. And then I think it all changed when Alexa, I think, was in the... She moved to a big school. And then in her third grade, no una, she was doing really well in school. And then maybe because I also pressured her. Mm-hmm. Plus, we had a lot of things going on at home. So I think around the sixth grade, I decided to throw away my tiger mom. Ah, wow. Yeah. And then and ease a bit. Yeah, because I could see how it was affecting her. And then yeah. something in me snapped and I decided for myself, I know my bottom line was that I want my kids to feel loved. And yeah. you know, I won't love them any less if they don't do well in school, if they make mistakes. Because that's how... My mom was with me. Yeah. She was a you know, tiger so mom. Yeah. yeah. No, my mom your mom was a tiger mom. Tiger mom. So I didn't want that. Yeah. So amazing. So you you had that realization, and then you shifted gears. Yeah, I think I was on. I was going on a business trip, and then around there was this girl on the radio who. I don't know if we can say she committed suicide. So, she was not accepted for her failures. And then the mom was interviewed on the radio and then she said something like, Hindi mo ba alam, parang pipiliin ko buhay ka. Then all your, diba, that shortcomings. Okay. Wow. So, when I heard that, parang something in me snap. Parang I realized that it doesn't matter if your children don't turn out perfect. Yeah. Your bottom line should be your child knows that you love and accept them. So you. Yeah. So I changed wow. from Tiger Mom. Thank you to that whoever that mom was. I'm sure she was doing the talk also to help other moms realize that. Right? She was Super just interviewed by yeah. the news. So I changed from Tiger Mom. So you know I take my kids everywhere. So parang I realized it was not enough anywhere with me parang they should know why yeah so parang True. even if kasi there was one time I think we were doing Expo Mom in Davao mm-hmm. so parang I realized I didn't exactly know what was going on in my daughter's life I only parang stumbled upon it kasi I checked her messenger mm-hmm. so then I realized I can be present pala but absent at the same time because yeah, she's with you me. You mean absent? Ah, you mean present physically, yeah. but not really there. Yeah. So definitely, yeah, but intentional. intentional. So, so I always tell my kids, 
you know, huwag kayong magagalit if you feel na I'm being intrusive or nakikialam. Parang, I just want to know what's happening in my life. So, yun ano ko rin. Parang, in-explain ko rin sa panel. Uh, kasi, you know, I was always, like, si Alexa, she, and Riley, especially Riley now, he always throw the privacy card mm-hmm. in my face, di ba? Walang privacy-privacy when you're living in my household. And... You guys are free to make your own mistakes, you know. I will sit here and watch you make those mistakes, mm-hmm. but I will advise you. You know that my door is always open. You can always talk to me about anything. So, you know, if there are problems in school, mm-hmm. you let me know. But if you don't tell me, I will look. Okay. Yeah. So, you check their social media yeah, and everything? I check social media. Up to what age do you um, Pero, like, now, also kasi sa kids now on Discord. Yes. So, I have no access to that. But then, you know... That's why they um, all transfer to Discord, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, but I talked to him. You know, like, I saw this. I saw your hidden message. Ganun. So, he'll warn his friends na, oh, you know, my mom has access to my messenger. Okay. Wait, so until now, even at this age, you're still checking. Oh, it's Riley. He's 13. So, yeah, I check from the... I don't check every day. And, you know, monitor lang. He's there na kasi he's still homeschooled then. So, it's still online for him. So, whatever's going on, I can see naman. Except for, siguro, the recent one. They started going back to face-to-face, full-time. So, yun. But if you cannot tell me, I tell you. If you cannot tell me, you can tell your sisters. Yeah. But the girls, you don't check anymore. No, no. Mm. And I have no access cool. to them. Yeah. But I talk yeah. to them. I always involve them in yeah. whatever project yes. that I think of. Yeah. Like, the Bento Mamas. Yeah. One. I always involve Riley, Alexa. Right. See, Kyla lang medyo hindi na. Because she's older. Yeah. Okay. But then, yeah. Our longtime partner of helping and enhancing the parenting journey is Baby Dove. Baby Dove has been creating products to help us care for our babies the best we can. Now, Baby Dove has released a new range to soothe babies' irritated skin from dryness and help us relieve our worries as moms. We are excited to introduce Baby Dove Soothing Moisture. This baby wash helps relieve irritated skin with warm milk and chamomile scent for your baby's delicate skin. It's dermatologist and pediatrician tested and is also free from dyes, parabens, and phthalates. Let's all give our babies hashtag soothing care. So you mentioned Bento Mama. So let's talk about Bento Mama. So I think that's how I met you also, if I'm not mistaken. So Kay is part of the group called Bento Mama. She's a founder and then she also has two partners, April and Manette. And another Actually, one. Five. Yeah, so your other two partners are... Olive and Mia. Olive and Mia. I think they're the pioneers in bento yeah. making in the Philippines. They used to go with us all over the Philippines in our Expo Mom Roadshow to teach bento. So tell us the story of how you started that. And was it because you wanted to make bento for your um, kids? Because, well, si Alexa kasi is a chicken rice and gravy kid. So mm-hmm. when she was in preschool, I wanted her to explore more. Although she wasn't exactly picky, you know, mm-hmm. she didn't eat anything, but if you give her a choice, she'd always go for junk food mm-hmm. or, you know, the yeah. chicken rice and gravy. Yeah. So, that's me. <laughs> it's cool. So, 
yeah, I tried to give her more choices. So I started packing lunch. Also, because I work full time. Because mm-hmm. you know, I come home really late. So whenever I get mm-hmm. so yeah. and my memory because of my mom she never prepared lunch for me as a kid because yeah. she was also working full time so ako, I became a single mom somewhere along the road so I wanted to make sure that when she gets to school yeah. she still carries a part of me I know it's yeah. cliche but no no I get that yeah so and I wanted her to know that I prepared her lunch for, yeah. for her. So yeah, I started packing bento lunch so that when she opens her lunchbox, it's fully things of me. My mom made this. Food. Yeah, and your bento is really a labor of love. Like I took some classes, and it's really time and creativity and love in one box. So for sure, they felt that love. So how was it for Alexa? Yeah, how did they react when you started? She, really packing she was excited and I packed lunch for her until the seventh grade. Wow. And then she asked me to stop now because she couldn't eat lunch. Um, because everyone was taking photos. Wow. So, like I'd make Nori art. So kanya medra naging creative ako. I did like face off ma celebrities. Wow. Using seaweed, you know, and, and then her lunch period was 30 minutes. Like she'd only have 10 minutes left so they pass around the lunch. <laughs> and then see Riley, he was practically like the star of this class. Yeah. Say, you know, people were really into it. Right? That was the time that Bento was becoming popular. Yeah. But when he moved to big school, it was an all-boys school. So, and then he had a male teacher who didn't really care if you brought like we need a put to school. <laughs> you know, he show his teacher and his teacher was like, oh, nice. But he wouldn't. Both also parents were like, oh, I'm not going to bring you parts. You know, what's interesting. Yeah. So, but, but then, we shifted. I started mm-hmm. teaching him how to teach Ben. So, like, yeah. we did, like, a lot of demos where he was the one actually teaching the moms, which is fun. Because you can yeah. see, parang, medyo legacy, di ba? Because it's true. Children taking over your passion. Yeah. Wow. And from there, the community grew, right? So, because Kay would share, Kay and the rest of the mom, the Bento Mamas, they would share online, of course, photos of the creations. Mm-hmm. And then started teaching all over the Philippines, right? In the malls and everything. And then you would do like challenges for all the Bento Mamas. So how did that happen? And how far did it go? Any stories about that? Well, I'd like to think that you know, we were actually the pioneers in Asia. Because mm-hmm. there were a handful naman talaga of moms who were on socials who would post their bento work. But it was mm-hmm. only when bento mamas was formed and it kicked off here in the Philippines and everyone started getting into the hobby that mm-hmm. it grew into a really big Asian community, not only in the Philippines mm-hmm. but all over Southeast mm-hmm. Asia. You'd see Indonesian moms, Malaysian moms, Singaporean moms, you know, posting their work mm-hmm. suddenly parang ganon and then we developed a lot of friendships with creators also all over the world yeah. you know the pioneers in the craft you know got to know us yeah. and then nakakatuwa lang kasi the impact of a small hobby grew that yeah. in fact when we started actually I made bento meals for Riley's birthday I think mm. it was his fifth 
birthday in school so I decided to challenge for you make party bento boxes mm-hmm. so I made it for him I think it was like me making plastic cards so I challenged myself and you know so because you can let's make party yeah, bento, bento boxes and then when I posted it online that was like the first time someone ever did a bento party, party. I would think in the world oh wow I would think because no one had party bento set mm-hmm. and then some of my mom friends saw it and then see Benz yeah Benz of weddings at work yeah she asked me if I could make one for her youngest so I wasn't sure but like, mm-hmm. how would you cost this out Shempre your time is more expensive than yeah so but then you know I I actually told her again and then after that we got orders wow. and then we were actually the first in the world to offer that service na party bento catering in any team yeah. diba? and then in fact because it was trial and error and then we had to find food that would yeah. you know survive like at least four hours because you don't know when it's gonna be served in school so we started experimenting we couldn't pack egg sheets because in Japan they use egg colored mm-hmm. egg sheets so I asked a friend and I told oh I actually asked April so I go maybe your friend who owns a bread company can make us colored bread and then mm-hmm. I'll test it and I'll make the deco out of bread mm-hmm. you know yeah. naman, when we started we weren't using bread right yeah, we right. were using ham and cheese and remember so yeah and then that's how it took off and then everyone started following like mm. you'd see all these party bento small businesses from mm. Indonesia and Malaysia yeah locally did you also have competition like yeah. eventually yes yeah essentially. yeah because yeah. yeah. you started the practice so and how did you juggle it as a mom like were you working full time then, or I still work? So how? So how did the sketch? Let's ask Kay about her mompreneur. Because <laughs> she says, I mean, I, she has so much energy and Not I guess time management also. So how do you do that? I know that you have help from your. Yeah, I have help. Yeah, yeah. From my yaya, but you know, yeah. when I started, I would work on the bento at mm-hmm. night, the wee hours, and sabi ko nga like. All the money I've saved wow. up, that's like blood, sweat, and tears, you know. I stayed yeah. up until five. In fact, I got sick because, you know, I yeah. I wouldn't sleep, diba? Mm. And so I cherish those lunch breaks in the office because I really sleep through the lunch breaks. Okay, but do you think you were like driven by your passion? It's a passion, eh. It's passion, I right? know, yeah. To know that a child, yeah. a child I didn't know, yeah. you know, would open, all these children would yeah. open the party box and go up yeah. like there was a time also that I was tasked to carve apples like I think it was like 50 apples but mm-hmm. I made them into ladybugs mm-hmm. and you know that was my work my yeah. handiwork <laughs> yeah. so artwork mm-hmm. became, and then people ate those apples mm-hmm. yeah Billing. so so Bento Mama still active right now Two of us are active. Monette mm. and I are active. You're still doing the party bentos? Yeah, party okay, bentos. Cool. Yeah. But then we already taught like our helpers to do it. You know? And sometimes we help out. Yeah. Yeah, so I remember when there was one time we had a bento class in Mommy Mundo and the moms were coming to watch. Some moms would send their yayas. Yeah, yeah. 
so that the eyes can also make the dental boxes. Yeah, we can contact. Yeah. Like, even during the pandemic, like some moms would ask us if we can conduct online classes for their helpers mm, in preparation nice. for face-to-face school. In fact, we also get requests from other countries if we can share uh, their help. Because they have chefs. They have chefs. That's right. Okay, so let's go back to parenting. So we talked about how you transformed from Italian mom to intentional mom. And I know that, you know, I said earlier, your kids are such achievers, right? So, how do you nurture each child? You know, we know that each child has a different personality. The way you talk to them, you have to change the way you talk to them, the way you set rules. Do you make it like customized for a child based on personality? Or I know you're also faith-driven, right? So, how much of that do you inculcate in your children? What are your tips, I guess, coming from your own experience? I don't know. Um, with my kids, Siguro, they know kasi that they can talk to me like they would be friends and I'm thankful that I also have my firstborn so she's like a mom yeah and in fact I think you know my youngest confides more yeah kasi mas closer sila in age medyo malayo na age gap kami ni Riley although kasi I always give him that line like I'm not your friend. <laughs> I'm not your yaya. <laughs> I'm your mom. And then just sometimes he forgets because mm-hmm. you know we're just like, parang we're siblings at home. Yeah. Diba? I'm, I'm a single mom, so yun. Um, and he relates to to his sisters, so parang ganon din yung tingin niya sa akin, parang uh, sisters. Yeah. So, so communication is key. Communication is key. And every time, siguro, like, I tell them or, like, I discipline them or I, you know, give them a ceremony. Like, I always end it with, you know, I love you. Or, like, if I know I made that mistake, yeah. I apologize. Because yeah. I don't think I have that going up there. Yeah. Because, di ba, when we were younger, our parents, it's my way or the highway, di ba? So, so communication and you were saying early on that you realize how important it is for you to explain or share yes. the intention behind things you do like that. So you still do that as yes. well. Yeah. In fact, yeah, you, even recently, like, I sat them down and explained everything. So they understand it's not, yeah. it's not like I'm abandoning you guys. You know, it's, I want to take care of myself. Yeah. So I think it's keeping that bond. Yeah. And do you feel that that's the way that you stay connected even if times are changing all the time? Like in terms of digital use, technology, because you can easily lose connection. Yeah, it was children. hard for us during the yeah. pandemic because we were together every day. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. prior to the pandemic, we'd take trips and all. And it yeah. was like our bonding time. Parang we saw so much of each other during yeah. the pandemic that, you know, sometimes we don't talk to each other anymore because we're together all the time. But then, you know, like when I talk to my friends, I take pride in the fact that, you know, I tell my kids everything. Yeah. I think I tell them too much. Parang <laughs> my eldest, you kind of would say, oh, please, do not share that part with me. Don't share that part with me. Okay, we don't have to talk about that part either. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I tell them everything. So, I asked this of a mom friend lately. So, the practice that's being talked about now is vulnerability. So, me, I'm also very open with my children. Like, I talk to them about my childhood, like, my hang-ups in childhood and how that trickles down to my parenting, like, stuff like that. But sometimes I also think, should I be a strong mom? Nah, this is how it is. I'm here for you. 
uh, whatever you're going through, yung parang no talk about no my heart, right? Um, so, ako ay always involved. Yeah. Also, kasi there's this thing called aid in the Bible because they talk about generational curses. So, yes, I want to break that yeah. when it comes to my kids. So, I talk to them about my mistakes. I talk to yeah. them about, you know, my failures. But I make sure to talk to them about my dreams also and my goals yeah. para they will learn something or pick something yeah. up from my history yeah. and know that it doesn't have to apply to them. You know, the mistakes, yes. they, they don't have to repeat those mistakes. And, Um, yeah, thanks for sharing that. That's something also I've been thinking about a lot. So it's good that I, it's validated by the Bible. Because I know that about you, that you're always God-centric in everything, right? So how do you put in faith in your parenting? Like, is it something that you're able to put in their hearts as well? Especially since I'm a single mom, you know, yeah. I don't have a partner. And, you know, I tell God, you know, He's your partner. I have the best partner. Yeah. yeah. God is my partner, so. And if I have problems or like my kids have problems, you know, bring it to God. Yeah. It's you see that it was instilled. Like they practice it as well as yeah. you have. Yeah. Of course. That's great. Yeah. It's one of the best legacies you can give your children. Yeah. Faith. Yeah. Especially in this world where everything's so fast and nothing is censored again. Right. And I also learned that we don't really have to be scared to the people. Yeah. You know, like especially now during this time parang our fears are magnified yes and, uh, yes um, so parang the ones who came before us the moms who came before us they didn't have social media they didn't have all these articles that they could depend on diba but you yeah. know I think naman our generation turned out okay yeah diba? for us to I think caring, so <laughs> for us to be carrying all this wisdom diba yeah. so yeah. and you can't be too careful anyway true Yeah. Years to God, and yeah, I, I think the the man who made or the person or that being who made your manual, yeah, would know why he placed you in this generation or this century or this time in the first place. Yeah. So for our kids, because our fear as parents, we were scared to say on what might happen in the future. Yes. Uh, my child is not prepared yes. to go through, like, you know, we talk of history repeating itself. Yes. And actually, I'm realizing also, especially during the pandemic, that a lot of the things we do as parents is fear-based. Mm-hmm. Right? We're like hovering over them. Why? Because we're scared that they won't come out yeah. this way or they, they won't be good kids or something. It's all fear-driven. So, We were able to like, you know, rest in the assurance that we've instilled values in them, or that God is in them, or whatever, right? Yeah, but It's, God would know. Why, yeah. why, why would God put you in yeah. this time? Right? So yeah, He correct. would know that yeah. you have the power and the to survive yeah, during this right. time. So, right? He knows best. Yeah, right. There. So, thank you for sharing. Just letting you know, okay, that you've been super helpful. Not only to us, but to so many moms, in case you don't know. <laughs> you really bring together people. It's so natural for you to do that. Whether it be face-to-face or lalo na online, it's something you do. Siguro you don't even realize, you may not realize it because it comes so naturally to you. And you've been a gift to us as well in Mami Mundo. Um, yeah, I was thinking you're an introvert, right? <laughs> you could be an introvert, I think. But I have a lot of friends. You have a lot of friends. And the same. So... It's because guy you you're driven by passion and you have so much intention in things you do. So 
keep up the good work and we look forward to your other communities that you're building. So, you want to name your other communities and say hi to your... Mambubudol. <laughs> yes, Mambubudol. And a bunch of folks who like to shop. Who like to shop, <laughs> yes. And eat. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so thank you, Kay, for being with us here on You the Mom. You. You're definitely a mom we super admire and are grateful for. So thank you for being here with us. Okay, so let's all remember the tips of Kay and also check her out on Instagram. Kay, what's your what are your Instagram handles? It's Kay Tebra. And then your communities. Bento Mamas for Bento and Mom Boodle, M-O-M. Boo-boo-do. <laughs> okay, so thank you for being with us here on You the Mom. We'll see you again next time. Thank you. <laughs> so just remember that we at Mommy Mundo are your number one fans. So from us to you, we say You, you the mom. mom. Thank you for listening to You the Mom Podcast. Brought to you by Mommy Mundo and Podcast Network Asia. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the show for more episodes. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.